Welcome to the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast. Are you very welcome back to the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast? With your host Mark Cowdy. This podcast is very eclectic in terms of the sports that we cover, and I'm delighted that I'm joined tonight by Shane Coakley, aka Sean Down, to preview the Hard Knocks Unrivaled promotion show, which is taking place in the iconic Dolan's Warehouse on Sunday, the 20th of November. Doors at 6 p.m. and I believe first boat here, Shane, is at 7 p.m. How are things? Hi, Mark. How's it going? Yeah, that's correct. The, the first boat is at 7 o'clock. Uh, doors are at 6 p.m. This is the first time a homegrown promotion from Limerick is putting on a show in Limerick. So I'm very, very excited about it. It's uh, good to be involved with the lads. And I think that we've got uh, great potential. And there's a great card, absolutely brilliant card. Um, so we're looking to to pack the joint in Dolan's. It'll be inside the warehouse there at seven o'clock. And um, yeah, it should be a great, great night of entertainment. Uh, it is an over 18 show. That's the one thing I would stress. Unfortunately, we can't bring any kids, but it's a uh, great, great entertainment for a Sunday evening. So hopefully uh, we'll, we'll pack the place and, and make some fans while we're there. Absolutely, Shane. Do you want to talk a little bit about the undercard here, Shane? I've been noticing an awful lot of social media activity regarding the events. What are the standout um, bouts here that folks that are going to the show should be looking forward to? Yeah, so as I said, the card is absolutely stacked. It's stacked with probably the best um, young wrestlers uh, that are in Ireland uh, at this stage. The majority of them are out of the schools in Dublin, um, but we've also a couple of local guys that are making their debuts as well. So the opening bout is uh, Scotty Davis versus uh, Keen Noonan. Scotty Davis would have wrestled in uh, England, uh, Belgium, uh, Germany, everywhere all over Europe. He's an absolute sensation. And he's wrestled with OTT in Dublin, which is probably best known for. And Keen Noonan is one of the up-and-coming guys through the School of Irish Wrestling. Then we have Sammy D uh, versus Terry Thatcher. These aren't in order either, but this is just the way they were announced. Sammy D is the current NLW champion in uh, Ireland. He's a, a vet of Irish wrestling. I think he's been wrestling, this could be wrong, but maybe between 10 or 15 years. Uh, real, real talent. And Terry Thatcher is about the same go as well. Another lad from Dublin, uh, supremely talented, has wrestled all over Europe. And um, that's going to be a really, really exciting fight. Then we have uh, the women, who is Anita Vaughan. Um, she's uh, from Cork originally. And she's wrestling a girl called L.A. Taylor. Uh, she's from England. I think she's 6'2". She's quite a big lady, a big, strong girl. Um, so that is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I haven't seen much of her stuff, but I'm really looking forward to it. Then we have a local guy called Magic Mikey Kelly. He's from Limerick City himself. And he's wrestling a guy named Fabio. Fabio is the Irish junior weight champion. Um, another supreme talent. And Mikey Kelly, he's started in the school with us there back in September of last year, started training, and he's come along leaps and bounds. He's a real, real good find. And then we have a golden ticket match. So basically, this is a fatal four-way, and there's four lads involved. So there's a guy called Butch Armstrong, who is from Cork, uh, Jay, who is from Dublin, uh, an Italian man called uh, Renzo Rose, uh, who has wrestled in Italy and he's wrestled, he's actually based in Dublin now. And then another Italian guy called Bittersweet Josh, uh, young man, supremely talented, real great athlete. 
And then the last announced uh, match is our own local, uh, Steve Savage. He was a tattoo artist in Limerick. He is um, the founder of Hard Knocks Pro Wrestling, and he's wrestling Raven Creed. Raven Creed is a woman wrestler who's as tough as nails, who I'd say she's known throughout Ireland to have one of the hardest chops to the chest that anyone could give. Um, she's wrestled with Progress Wrestling in England. And she's wrestled all over Ireland and a good bit of Europe as well. So that's going to be an absolute banger. And that's all that's announced uh, at the moment. But at that, even the card at that level and those matches announced have all the wrestling community in Ireland very, very excited about this upcoming uh, show in Dolan's on the 20th. Shane, that sounds absolutely stacked. I'm delighted to hear that there's so many local Limerick um, wrestlers going to be on this card, being, as you say, the first uh, Limerick production um, coming to the town. I suppose, Shane, can we talk about the wrestling community as a whole here in Limerick and also in Ireland? You've mentioned the wrestling school in Limerick. Uh, do you want to provide a little bit more information in terms of the wrestling school, where it is, and how someone might want to get involved uh, in the school? So our um, wrestling uh, school is Hard Knocks Pro Wrestling Academy. It's it's run like a club, basically, so it's, it's self-funding. Um, basically, everyone's in it together. We are running currently at the moment an eight-week program for beginners. Uh, it was started at the start of October until end at the end of November. Um, that's 100 euros for uh, training twice a week, uh, Tuesdays 7 to 9, Fridays 7 to 9. And we have a free ring or a free open day ring every Sunday from 12 to 5. Now, that uh, current crop is finishing at the end of November, but we will be running a beginner's class um our beginners um sorry program uh probably in january again but anyone that wants to get involved it's basically where the horse and hound is just around the corner from the horse and hound opposite limerick breaks the academy is there you'll see the sign we have a full ring in there we have a full gym equipment we have mats because it's used for jiu-jitsu also and we have a guy that actually will link in with as well if we if people want to actually do a bit of jiu-jitsu then they can do that with him as well um, but if anyone just wants to come down and just try a day and just see do they like it without signing on for the full thing, that's no problem. You can find us at Facebook at Hard Knocks Pro Wrestling or uh, Instagram Hard Knocks Pro Wrestling as well. Or you can give myself a message. I'm on uh, uh, Facebook and I'm on Instagram as Sean Don. No, that sounds really exciting, uh, Shane, to be fair. And I suppose you mentioned Dublin here quite a bit and also Cork. It does yeah. sound that there's a vibrant wrestling community here within the country, and it's really only intensifying right now. Absolutely. I think Dublin would have been the forerunners of wrestling. There was uh, Dublin and Bray. There was um, a couple of guys a couple of years ago. Joe Cabray started um, main stage wrestling, and prior to that was Fight Factory Pro Wrestling, which was started by current WWE superstar uh, Finn Balor that was based in Bray. They were probably the first to bring it to Ireland. They both had learned or had, had been taught um, the British style of wrestling in NWA Hammerlock based over in, in the UK. And they would have came over and started their own uh, companies then. Then there was another company based in Cork called Phoenix Wrestling, which actually I wrestled with myself. Um, that was based in Cork, but unfortunately they lost their training school during COVID and then ended up moving to Limerick. Um, and they were in Limerick for a year, but that company has now become defunct. 
Um, it was probably more based around cork wrestling and putting up more. The, the owner was more um, happy with trying to start up the wrestling scene in Cork again post-COVID as opposed to developing it in Limerick. So I think um, Steve Savage uh, especially wanted to build a scene in Limerick. Um, he's been wrestling with uh, Phoenix Wrestling and he's wrestled in LDN Wrestling in England and he's also wrestled with OTT between myself and himself and a guy called Leon, Leon Sheehan. Um, we're really, really trying to promote and grow this in Limerick. I feel that Limerick is in a better situation, even uh, travel-wise, to um, for the Irish wrestling community to come to Limerick. We have um, very, very enthusiastic people. I think around the city, really, it's an eclectic, it's an eclectic um, uh, city in a sense. There's a lot of, you know, there's the metal scene and all that kind of thing. There are very, very underground and things but if you can bring it to the forefront i believe wrestling could definitely grow and be very very successful uh in limerick yeah i certainly agree shane and what more to bring a promotion of this stature than to the iconic dolan's warehouse seen as so many live acts live entertainment premier venue so seven o'clock on a sunday evening really hopefully the folks in limerick listen to this podcast and even beyond here i mean you've the galway okay. base as well an hour down the road as well I mean, you know, certainly, uh, hopefully, I imagine ticket sales are going pretty quickly uh, at the moment, given that lineup. They're going, they're going very, very well. Um, obviously, we want a, a complete, complete sellout. But um, as I said, no matter what number come, we will put on an excellent show. It's going to be very, very high caliber. Um, the guys are very, very passionate, and we are bringing basically the best um, of Irish wrestling has to offer down to Limerick City. Um, so I think even people that would have been fans as kids and um, maybe fallen out in love with wrestling, which a lot of people do, I think when they see it live, it, it's a different, different, different uh, feeling altogether. It's a different impact. It, it hits harder. It's more exciting. I think it's like, it's like bands. It's like music. If you see it live, it leaves a bigger impression. Even with myself, when I saw it a couple of years ago, that's what inspired me to do wrestling. I think um, the madness that I felt even at tw- 29 years old to uh, to start wrestling and just because I saw it live, it, it left that impression on me. So I really, really urge people to go and see it. I think they'll, they'll be blown away. Absolutely, Shane, because just to provide the backdrop here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Shane, myself, our next door neighbours, I'm originally from Mahan in East Limerick on the Limerick-Tipperary border. And I remember you, Shane, as a young lad uh, playing hurling for a hand down in New Garden, Mackie Park. Many, many years ago now, when I had a good left knee on me. And uh, look, I've kind of followed the journey anyway, Shane. Do you want to kind of comment on the journey? Because, uh, I mean, you've been in uh, uh, many countries. And I suppose that 2015 wrestling show in Dublin probably was an iconic moment for you in wrestling. But do you want to kind of provide maybe a description in terms of the wrestling journey, career, uh, Sean Downs' career? Uh, Sean Downs' uh, wrestling career, definitely, or wrestling journey is definitely unique. Basically, I was working in Dublin. I'm a nurse myself. Um, I moved up after training in the regional and I was working uh, in Lucan. And I ended up going to uh, Comic-Con in uh, the RDS. I remember it so vividly. I was in because I'm a huge gaming fan as well. I love retro gaming and I collect them, old Super Nintendos and all that kind of thing. And I was looking for games for that. I heard this slam and I turned around and there was a full ring 
And I remember to this day, it was Paul Tracy, who was an absolute vet of Irish wrestling, versus a guy called Tucker, who was from Northern Ireland, and they were performing. And I couldn't believe, firstly, I couldn't believe that it was in Ireland. I'd never heard about it. I'd never seen it. I never thought it even existed in Ireland. And myself and my girlfriend and my current fiancé sat there for about two hours and watched the whole thing and were just absolutely blown away. There's a crowd called Main Stage Wrestling, as previously mentioned, owned by Joe Cabre, who now owns uh, OTT, Over the Top Wrestling. So when the show finished, I just turned to her and I said, look, I have to give it a go. I have to give it a try. And I went up to the lads and I said, look, I said, when do, when do you train? And they were saying that they were having an open day down in Ballyfermot. Um, I think it was a month later. and uh, Or sorry, it was in January. It was in January was when it was. So I said I'd wait off till that. So I went down and tried it out. And we were showing how to fall. We were showing how to take the bumps. And um, a lot of wrestlers would call it the come to Jesus moment. Basically, if you can survive that yeah. and you come back, you have a chance. So I took my bumps and I learned how to run the ropes. And that was about it. And I woke up the next day and I couldn't move. Uh, it took about four or five days to get moving again. And my back was so stiff and so sore, but I kept going back. Basically, I learned my basics with um, main stage wrestling for about six months. And then I had an opportunity to move to Abu Dhabi to work as a nurse. This was in April 2016. So I moved over there. And I suppose a part of me was kind of, I, I was following the guys on Facebook and I'd gone to a couple of the shows in the Tivoli, the famous Tivoli, which was the overtop wrestling uh, over 18 shows and I loved it like and it just I kind of felt that I'd let an opportunity pass me by so I ended up googling uh, pro wrestling in the UAE and I came across a crowd called Dubai Pro Wrestling run by a guy called Caleb Paul he was from America so I went down and did a trial with him now it's drive an hour and a half away from Abu Dhabi to Dubai and I joined in with them got my first match uh, against a guy from Pakistan and I got lettered around the ring didn't have a clue what I was doing or anything but he baited me up and down the place anyway but I, I got a bit of an education the father was actually watching and he says how are you why would you do that but <laughs> I whatever I went on with it anyway I kept I, once it's in it's kind of like a drug but once it's in your blood you, it's very hard to get out of it so I wrestled on with them there for about a year and a half, but I ended up actually injuring my shoulder. I dislocated my shoulder and that put me out for about a year. So I suppose that was a big um, moment in my life where I was like, right, I'm older. I'm a nurse. I know this isn't good for my body, but am I going to do it or am I going to do it right or am I going to do it at all? So I suppose when I had that injury, I got a personal trainer. I trained very, very hard. I dropped about 11 kg in weight, stopped smoking, uh, kind of cut down in the drink and didn't get rid of it, but cut down on it. Yeah. And uh, went back with an idea of a character uh, called Sean Don, Don being the, the Celtic god of death. Like yourself and like all of us, I suppose, we're very, very extremely proud of being Irish. But what I found was in the UAE and a lot of other countries as well was the Irish were predicted in stereotypical ways where it was about Guinness and about um, St. Patrick's Day and all that kind of thing. That was it. Or they thought that we were just a part of the U UK, which obviously we're not. So I wanted to bring 
the the rich history of warriors that we have and the rich history of um, Newgrange, of, of, of the, our ancient history and of Cucullin and Finn McCool. I'm sure you know uh, a teacher called Mr. O'Shea blowing a hand. I don't know, did you have him, Mark? I'm sure absolutely, you did. Absolutely, yeah. He's just recently retired as well. Michal O'Shea from Croom. God, yeah. Absolute uh, legend. This man inspired me a lot in regards to um, history. He was a great man for um, the Celtic mythology and uh, inspired me for years that I probably half my chest and my arm tattooed with all Celtic mythology because of that, because I'm extremely proud of that side of it. So what I started to do was I would go to the ring with the wood paint, the blue wood paint across my uh, face, and I'd use my Balron. So I played the Balron going to the ring to kind of educate the people of the UAE about Ireland and how rich our heritage was. I wrestled with them then for... Um, Another year, but unfortunately, COVID hit. Just prior to COVID, I had wrestled in Pakistan um, in front of 2,000 Pakistanis in oh. Lahore. Yeah, that was no, that was a that was a that was a big experience. Now that was the first time I suppose wrestling outside of the, outside of Dubai. I took a chance on myself. Uh, one of the lads that was opening his own promotion there had trained with us in Dubai for six months. And he said, would I come over? And I said, I would. So I went over and it was the best experience I had. I couldn't believe it. It was brilliant. Um, I lost the match, obviously, in front of 2,000 Pakistanis. I was definitely losing that match. But I gave him an entertaining match. And uh, they were the most gracious people I've ever come across in my life. But anyway, COVID hit anyway. So everyone took um, took a, probably a year and a year and a half off, which which really slowed everything down. And unfortunately, Dubai Pro Wrestling uh, closed. And in its place, our former champion, Savage Sam, he's a guy from the Lebanon, opened his own promotion called Wrestling ID. And God bless that man because it kept us going. We did shows in front of 40 or 50 people, but it kept, as we call it, the ring rust, kept that away. And I got to develop my skills with better athletes that joined the promotion. And I wrestled with them until I came home which I was home in August of 2021. And from there, basically, I got a job in Limerick. But um, my main thing was to come home because of family, but also because of the Irish scene being so ahead of the rest of the world, in a sense. Um, I guess I was looking fondly and enviously at a lot of the lads, including Steve, who just started wrestling in 2018, and the quality of people that he was, he was wrestling. Our main problem in the UAE was that we didn't have anyone that was older that would pass down the knowledge of wrestling. Our coach from D- DPW from Dubai Pro Wrestling had gone home and we were basically kind of learning ourselves, which is never good. Like you can be creative to a certain degree, but it's like anything else. You have to be shown the correct way and it has to be done by somebody that's doing this years. So I came home. And I wrestled with Phoenix Wrestling. They did a show in Limerick. That was my first uh, show in my hometown. I wrestled a guy called Dino. It was a great match. Uh, I got beaten in it, unfortunately, but it was a good, good match. And I wrestled in Scotland um, for a guy called Frank Cullen, who would have wrestled with World of Sport. He would have wrestled with um, Dynamite Cage, a real legend in the business. He invited me over to Stirling in Scotland, and I wrestled there. 
so from there, I suppose I've been wrestling around Ireland. I've wrestled with LDN Promotion London Wrestling. It's called. It's based in London, but it, they do a lot of Northern Ireland. And I am currently uh, training with Hard Knocks Pro Wrestling for this show. And um, I've wrestled with Stay True Wrestling, Rooster based in Antrim. That was the crowd I was I was wrestling last month with. And I'm looking to wrestle with Mega Slam Wrestling this month as well. I'm wrestling on Friday the 18th in uh, Mulligar and uh, Dundalk on Saturday. Wow. So really, I suppose, at home, the, my, my reps, as they call it, in the ring, or my number of matches has increased a lot. And my skills, I suppose, within the ring has definitely progressed a lot. So it, it's been great. It's been great coming home be totally honest like I've had some great experiences I've got to wrestle obviously in very interesting places but I suppose my main thing is to is to is to grow wrestling in Limerick I would point out though that uh, last summer in July I did wrestle with WAW which is I don't know do you know the film uh, Fighting With My Family yes the rocks yeah that that family so it's Paige's family or they call her Soraya um, I wrestled with them working on their uh, summer camps over in um, Pontons and uh, Butlands and uh, wrestled on their main show. And that was a real eye opener now. We're showing a different style of wrestling, British style, which is very, very hard hitting. We all know it's entertainment, but let's just say they don't take it as much entertainment. They, they follow through with a lot of what they hit. And, yeah. um, but it was a great, great, great experience. So I suppose it's 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 about growing my own character and growing my own um, wrestling ability, along with growing this promotion is is where I'm at at the moment. So it's really been a good journey. I've I've just turned 35, but to be totally honest, I feel younger now than I felt when I was 25, excluding the morning times. But well, <laughs> indeed, God God Shane, yeah, that's an incredible schedule. Like the activities, like we met a few yeah. weeks ago in Westport and the. The opportunity to kind of interview kind of popped up immediately here but I suppose the journey and the pandemic as well you've mentioned here at length in terms of that undying spirit determination within the wrestling community not to be you know put down in terms of the closure of a few of these wrestling schools and for folks then to start an operation back up and running again I think it was that hidden cost I think from a pandemic perspective certain sporting facilities and organizations closing and Absolutely. You know, the sound uh, from your perspective, Shane, you know, massively key for you and the rest of your colleagues and wrestling uh, friends here to kind of keep going in the sport. Absolutely. Like, like there is there are certain things you can do yourself. Obviously, we train quite hard. We do a lot of um, gym work. I'd be in the gym four or five days a week. You have to do that in order to build up the body to take the punishment. Basically, that's what that, all that's for. And that you're fit enough that you're going to mind your opponent while still putting on a good show and minding yourself as well. But there's nothing that will compare to working in a ring. You can get up in a treadmill, you can do whatever you want, you can do sprints, you can do hit training, and that all helps, burpees, the whole lot. But in-ring fitness is a completely different animal. We've seen lads that come in there that have backgrounds in GAA, they might have backgrounds in rugby. These are fit people. But as soon as they get into the ring, it's a completely different animal. And as I said, they had that come-to-Jesus moment where if you take that bump, if you can take it, and if you can do it again and do it 100 times and come back, that's when you know you can wrestle but it's a hard road but it's a rewarding road the more you put exactly. into it the more you put it you exactly know. and you're probably referring to the welfare of your colleagues here as well I mean 
I imagine the training is pretty intensive leading up to an event like Hard Knocks Unrivaled here in terms of the matches and making sure that everyone gets out in one piece as well in terms of the moves that will be executed on the night. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, um, I suppose the scary thing about it is you're kind of, you know, you're anything could injure you. But if you can, if you can prepare your body as much as possible and if you, hone your skill as much as possible. That is the most important thing. You have a duty, there's an unwritten code, I suppose, among wrestlers that you 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 hit hard, you hit solid, but you hit safe. They call it about not being stiff, but being snug. And that's that's the most important thing. You should you might feel a bit battered, but you should be able to walk the next day. And um that's that's the main thing. Like it is it is entertainment, but I don't think the general public realise um, how taxing it is on the body and how taxing it is on the wrestlers but it's it's just it's once it's in your blood and once you love it you, you just want to do it you have to do it and um, that's where I am and I, I suppose I'm lucky enough that my fiance is a bit of a fan herself because I don't think many many uh, other halves would be happy uh, seeing their, their fellas going away for the weekend and then hobbling back in at two or three o'clock in the morning after driving up and down the country like but um you know that's part of it, and you just you, you just have to you have to put it in put in the hours and put in the work. You know. Yeah, as you as you kind of said yourself in terms of I think an article on UAE regarding can you might be having a bad day at work, but then pulling off a suplex thrown the ring, you can't have a bad day anymore really. So I mean that really kind of testifies Shane, your love of the sport here, and you know in fairness this sounds like an incredible event that's going to be lined up here and i'd imagine um the, the wrestlers will they be available for signings and you know meeting the crowd afterwards uh, after the event Absolutely. they'll be meeting greets afterwards and uh, there's merchandise and they, they're like as we said we're trying to grow this in limerick like if anyone wants to come up for a picture or anything like that absolutely uh, wrestlers especially are most they're very obliging people there's no egos here there's a there's egos in the in the characters, but the people themselves are great people. Without the audience, the show is nothing. So we're there. The more the audience gives us, the more they cheer the good guy and boo the bad guy, the more they'll give in the ring. It's a very, very interactive product. It's basically, it's, it's just an experience that people just have to come and experience. And trust me, if you go once, that's it. You'll, 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 want, you'll want to go every time. And Shane, it's our hometown of Limerick it's a passion sporting city across the board I don't think the crowd that'll be in attendance will be too meek or quiet here I think they will be getting involved here within the first bell here and even beforehand I can imagine the atmosphere will be electric but Shane many thanks anyway uh Shane do you just want to plug again in terms of the wrestling school and also the hard knocks unrivaled just specific details again just for anyone who might be arriving late to the podcast yeah, so the Hard Knock School of Pro Wrestling is based um, in just up from St. John's uh, Cathedral, uh, just opposite um, uh, Limerick Breaks, just around the corner from Horse and Hound. So we train on Tuesdays and Fridays between the hours of 7 and 9. Um, you'll be trained by probably one of the best wrestlers in Europe, LJ Cleary, on Tuesdays. 
And then we have Raven Creed, who comes down for classes with more uh, character base on the Fridays. And then we have a free open day on the Sundays between 12 and 5. If you have any questions, you can find us at Instagram or you can find us on Facebook. And we have a website as well. Anyone that wants to give it a go, you'd be surprised. Um, it could be for you. And then again, if it isn't for you, but you want to be involved in some way, there's always jobs to be doing. There's also other people, there's announcers, there's referees. There's a lot of pe people that come in to, to make this a success. There's ring crew, everything. So if you even just want to find a community, it's a very, very welcoming community. And it's, um, it's, it's, we're, we're just looking for it to grow, basically, in Limerick. That's our main thing. Absolutely, Shane. I suppose one final question, you kind of touched upon a character development here. I suppose an awful lot of people from the outside looking in here would perceive physicality, fitness, the conditioning to suplex someone around the ring. But the character development as well, Shane, to sell the persona and the character here. I mean, probably the levels of character development here on these characters on Sunday, November 20th will be quite extensive as well. And the backstories, I suppose, leading into this event. Oh, absolutely. Um, like, I suppose even from uh, from myself, it was quite easy in the UAE. I was basically the Irish guy. I was the Irish warrior. Here's this Irish fighting Irish, typical. Like, as I said, I wanted to get away from stereotypes, but I kind of did fall into one stereotype, which is Conor McGregor-esque fighter uh, in that sense. Um, because I suppose that he was the only one that they really, really knew from Ireland at that stage. But when I came home, that character was not going to do. So I suppose I put a spin on on my character where Don, as I said, being the the the, the deity of death in Celtic mythology, there was more layers added to that. Whereas that character is 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 getting power from that deity, and there's a bit of mythological circumstances around that character. Now I don't want to put any spoilers away, but I will be hearing. At um, uh, Unrivals, uh, Hard Knocks Unrivals on the 20th of November, uh, Sean Don will be there with his manager. So looking forward to seeing people's reaction on what I've come up with. But it's definitely an interesting level. And, well, I hope the, I hope the audience find it intriguing anyway. Absolutely, but, uh, Shane. And I think definitely. the production of the videos that I've seen on YouTube of you as well in recent months have been absolutely outstanding and spectacular. So... Only good things for you, Shane. Many thanks, uh, Shane, uh, for appearing on the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast. We'll provide all the necessary links and promotions to this magnificent event. Best wishes, uh, Shane, uh, with it. Hope it goes well and sure look. We'll chat to you soon. Thanks very much, Mark. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked what you heard in this podcast, why not subscribe to the Hawkeye Psychic Podcast on either Amazon, Spotify, YouTube or Twitter platforms. You can also follow me at Hawkeye Sidekick on Facebook and Twitter for the latest sporting opinions, articles and reports.